0: Welcome, welcome back to my podcast, Twenty Four Podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Yesterday was an absolute great day. Almost a five-hour podcast talking exclusively about football, exclusively about the NFL Combine. Yesterday we had wide receivers, we had tight ends, and we finish off the day with quarterbacks throwing to wide receivers. It was a great day. Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, all the guys I wanted to see got a lot of names written down, went back, saw the guy that I wanted to write down the tight end out of, I don't know where the hell he's from, Albert Keene, looked at his numbers. He doesn't have great numbers. Performed very, very well at the, at the combine. But today, we're going to have uh, what what are they? Wide Not wide receivers. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, what time is it? Frick, did I record it? Yes, I did. Thank God. Anyways, um, I just wanted to make sure I had all my ducks in a row just before I continued on with the podcast, making sure we have the entire NFL Combine. Full seven hours of offensive linemen, running backs, and special teams players. Maybe not the most interesting selection of guys. In fact, it's probably the most uninteresting selection of guys. But we will watch every single second of the NFL Combine. Ladies and gentlemen, right here on 24th Podcast. Right. So, any of the guys that I'm looking forward to today to watch? Uh, no, not really. I'm not looking. Not looking specifically at anyone. Uh, I don't know anything about any of the offensive linemen or the running backs or the wide receivers. Not the wide receivers. The um, the special teamers. Apparently, they have punters running 40s. Like, what are punters supposed to do exactly at the combine? So kind of, like that's the question that I gotta ask. Like, what what do they do exactly? Do they just you know? Do they just kick footballs or like, what, like what's the purpose? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Let me just kind of turn it down one more notch. But today we're going to be casting and watching the entirety of the Combine. Yesterday it was a five-hour podcast. It was technically four hours and 57 minutes. I'm starting again um, an hour more, uh, an hour later than I started yesterday. I started yesterday the podcast at like six o'clock. I got off almost at 11 o'clock. Today I'm going to start it at seven o'clock. I'm going to probably get off around the same time. Do you want to know? Do you want to know if I'm going to be exhausted, if I'm going to be tired? Nope, I will not be. I got my my protein shake. I got my boost. I got my half and half iced tea and lemonade. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to see who's gonna be the. I'm ready to see the fat guys run forties. Had a big lunch, big big breakfast. I can't wait, man. I I got my magic spoon cereal in the mail. It's coming tomorrow. Can't wait to get it. It's gonna be cinnamon. A lot of great stuff to look forward to today. By the way, I kind of preface this by saying, like, giving you a fair warning. I'm like, hey, if you're not into football, if you're not in, not football, excuse me. If you're not into kind of the nuances, a little bit of the nerdy stuff uh, about football, guys running uh, 40-yard dashes and stuff like that, uh, this is not the time for you. You should probably not watch this podcast at all because it will be God knows how long of just me talking about guys running and guys potentially being in the NFL, possibly also the XFL. There we go. Completely forgot to light my candle. What I mean by them potentially going to the XFL, I mean um, just that. Some of these guys, they're not going to be drafted by the NFL. Uh, by NFL teams. Some of these other guys are going to be drafted, and then they're not going to, they're not going to make it very far. Either they're going to get cut, or they're going to, uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to get cut. or the, Yeah, that's, that's probably what's going to happen, either before the season, during the season, or after the season. And they'll be like, let's go to the XFL, and let's play football there. Point being, a lot of potential for these guys to play football. It just determines where offensive linemen, I think, are going to be tonight Offensive linemen and running backs are going to be tonight. Now, I've heard about the Swift guy from Georgia. I think his name is Darren Swift or D'Angelo Swift or something like that. He's from Georgia. Georgia always, I'm, I'm going to fast forward through the introduction because they're 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 taking a, their sweet-ass time. It's like six minutes into the freaking show and they haven't had a fat guy run yet. If you have a problem with me calling offensive linemen fat, excuse me, all of them are like 280 pounds. They're all fat. That's, why, that's what we like when it comes to offensive linemen. Fat guys. Fat athletic guys. So the fat guys are going to run. 40-yard <laughs> dashes today. Or is it going to be the punters? That's a punter, right? Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing the punters right now. How interested am I in punters? Not very interested, I'm not going to lie to you. So I may just talk about other stuff. That guy looks like Tom Holland. He had a four eight six. As a punter, what's the point of punters running 40s? Like, can we use a little bit of common sense here and say, you know what, punters they don't need to they don't need to run 40 miles not 40 uh, not 40 miles 40 yard dashes. They don't need to run 40 40 uh, 40 yards because it's like when are they going to run 40 yards? Their whole job is to freaking kick footballs. I may actually fast forward through this. I'm fast forwarding through this. <laughs> I'm like I'm not I'm not watching punters do their thing. It's like punter. It's like you're not gonna draft a punter in the first, like in the first five rounds. They're, no, they're like the most useless position. They're important, but it's like they're the most useless position in all of football. It's like why, why would you? Oh wait, hold on. Excuse me. Now now they got the offensive lineman running. That happened. That that changed very very quickly. Like I'm not watching punters. Punters. It's like what do they do at the combine besides just run? Like a whole lot of nothing. Same thing kind of goes with offensive linemen. I'm like, what exactly do offensive linemen do? Like they're fat guys. They're not supposed to run very fast. They're supposed to run incredibly slow. Alright. Showing one of the punters. Apparently he benched like uh how many how many did he did he bench? Excuse me. He benched 225 pounds 25 times, which for punters is very, very impressive. I mean, for any position, that's actually pretty damn good. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. I think he benched more than some of the tackles. Mitchell Turk. But again, he's a punter. He's a punter. Let me look up some mock drafts. Just in case, if it's like okay, I, just just in case if it's like all these punters and all that punter crap, it's like all of that crap gets in the way. I'm like, I'm I'm not about to watch any of that mess. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna talk about some mock drafts. I'm gonna talk about some other things. But we have some offensive linemen, or is that a long snapper? Huh, 318 pounds. Yeah, that's a that's an offensive lineman. Very very Trey Adams. Very very large guy. Maybe not large, but long. Then he stands up, and then I'm like, "Yeah, he's a he's a big guy, five six zero for Trey Adams." Jesus Christ, that's a fat guy. <laughs> like, that's a fat, that's a fat athletic guy, you know. Like, he's got the undefined arms, you know. He's you know he's not toned at all, but it's like you know what, he can run a five six forty. Like, you know what, I, I probably can run a five six forty. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, just try to find a mock draft here. Anyways, they got another guy, Hakeem Aden A, Hakeem A. This guy actually looks, you know, it's, it's funny when they're in the starting position, they actually look kind of athletic. Like they're, you know, their, their toneness, their triceps comes out. They start to flex a little bit. And then when they get up, it's like, oh yeah, that's an offensive lineman. That's a big dude, though. He looks he looks like he's kind of in shape for you know for an offensive lineman. I'm like, all right, I'm not mad at him. Showing Sean Payton because they're like, we can't show anything else. We can we don't really want to show a bunch of fat guys trying to run a forty mile forty yard dash. I, I can't. I I gotta stop leaning on that way too much. What are, you know what are the nuances? Twenty we'll four. Talk about some of the nuances of the offensive line. What do you expect from the offensive line when it comes to the combine well I don't I don't really know <laughs> I'm like I I don't I don't really know this is my first combine but um you know I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan and I've seen guys like Zach Martin and Travis Frederick and Tyron Smith and you know it, it being an offensive lineman weirdly enough you have to be mobile as not necessarily in the 40-yard dash. You don't have to have, like, a high 40-yard. But you kind of have to be light on your feet. You have to be able to move laterally, you know, and shift, you know, to to block people, right? It be, Being athletic is kind of a luxury in some ways. Like, when you look at Tyron Smith, he's an athletic offensive lineman. When you look at Zach Martin, sometimes, you know, depending on how he stands up and stuff like that, he, he's a big dude. This guy was booking it. McKay, Becton, it's like three hundred pounds. He's a big dude. But he just ran a five one one better than most of the other guys in the in the uh, in the combine. There he goes. Bang. There you go. But you know, you're not expecting a guy like like Zach Martin, like Tyron Smith to be in this draft. Really, really athletic big guys. Like you look up a, a picture of Tyron Smith. In um and google he looks like a fighter more than anything else he looks lean he looks lean he looks big and he looks mean you know if you just saw like tyson fury fight tyson fury he's a big guy but he also I mean he doesn't really he doesn't really look like he has like a bunch of muscle on him but it's like tyson fury big guy but he's a little bit like he's not toned you know so everybody's like, he kind of look. I think he says he looks, he's he's like mama or something because he has like a mom's body or something because he has like big titties or whatever. But it's like, he's like six foot eight, 275 pounds. It's like, who, who cares? He's, he's a big guy, but he can box. He can move around and stuff like that. Tyron Smith is kind of the opposite of Tyson Fury in the sense of he's a big guy, but you can tell he's athletic. You can tell he's in shape. You can tell... He's like, he has a six pack. He, he, his core is toned. That's what I mean by that. Big guy, but he's toned. He's in great shape. That's what I mean by an athletic offensive lineman. Let me look up Zach Martin. I already pulled up. I'm like the second, one of the, one of the, the, like the common searches is Zach Martin after Tyron Smith. He's another big guy. He's not as toned as Travis Fred, not Travis, Tyron Smith But he's he's in pretty great shape for a guy his size. That's exactly what I mean. Let me look up Zach Martin. Hold on. As soon as I typed in Zach Martin, I also got Zach Martin from the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. All right. Yeah, Zach Martin. He's also a big dude. He's athletic for a guy his size. The pads and stuff like that make him look really, really fat and stuff like that. But when he doesn't, when he's not wearing the pads, he is a he's a monster. He's a monster of a dude. It's like that's that's some, that's that's what being an offensive lineman is all about. Going back to the combine, Lloyd Cushenberry the third. 6 foot 3 100 uh, not 100 1/8 one one-eight, I don't know what the hell it is but he's 312 pounds. He's about to run his 40. Bang, he's off. He's running 20, 30 5 8 for cushion <laughs> We can't take his name seriously. All right, I'm going to mute the combine, and I'm going to talk about the draft. It's like, do you really want me to talk about a bunch of guys who are fat, running? Like, none of them are going to run a 40 ever. Maybe on, like, screens and stuff like that, but it's like, if you get out there, and if you're running, like, like game speed is different from combine speed, you know? It's completely different. So, let me let me try and find a mock draft. I had, like three mock drafts yesterday, and then I had to restart my computer, and then I lost the three mock drafts, let me try and find it, it was, it was Bucky Brooks's, another guy, and another guy's mock draft, as well, I just want to see some of these guys move, that's what I want to see, the only reason, by the way, I'm doing this, is because it's punters and offensive linemen, and it's like, yeah, neither one of them need to run 40s. It's fat guys and guys that are going to be kicking football. It's not running down the dang old football field. Alright. So let me mute the telecast and stuff like that. And we'll have that go on in the background. <clears throat> so. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about some of the draft picks. By the way, I should also mention this. I'm just going to... I think I'm going to title this the Combine Show instead of it just being like NFL combines and stuff like that because I'm not I'm not watching the Combine until people start doing stuff. But I'm going to have it on the I'm going to have it on in the background, anyways. So I got four mock drafts of the first round here, and what I saw yesterday and what we could potentially see today. Again, I addressed this yesterday. The Combine is specifically for guys that are probably going to be undrafted in the 5th, 6th, maybe even the 4th round. It's maybe to get guys that would have been undrafted, drafted. Guys that are going to be in the 4th, 5th, and 6th rounds, maybe they go up a couple of rounds. Maybe instead of being drafted in the 4th round, you're now drafted in the 2nd round or the 3rd round. If you're in the 6th round, maybe you get up a couple of spots here and there. That's essentially what this whole what, what the draft is all about. Not the draft the Combine is all about. You're going to draft Joe Burrow, number one. You're going to draft Chase Young, number two. By the way, they're showing Mike McCarthy. What are they talking about with Mike McCarthy? What are they talking about with Mike McCarthy? There he is. Will McClay is right next to him. Alright, so they're just talking about how he's gotten how he has gotten one of the best offensive lines in the league. Tyron I was just talking about him. Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Travis Frederick. Anyways. Everybody knows what? I'm looking at some of their mock drafts already. I am disappointed in some of these guys. So anyways. Drafts. The draft has pretty much been decided, I think, for the first two picks, I don't know what Detroit is going to do. So you have the Bengals at one, Washington at two, Detroit at three, and then New York, and then Tua is going to go five to uh, to Miami, six potentially Justin Herbert, but we'll see. And then down the list is just some some guys here and there, or uh, not guys here and there, but uh, Carolina then that not Carol- yeah Carolina then the Cardinals, and then it's it's like it's it doesn't matter that much. So, with the mock draft and what I saw yesterday, I think I started off the podcast by saying that uh, Daniel Jeremiah, he's an NFL analyst, who I like by the way, former NFL scout, currently an NFL analyst for obviously the NFL Network, said that there's like 27 guys that could go within the first three rounds of the draft. And I was watching the full combine yesterday and I said to myself, I was like, some of these guys are going to go exactly, not some of these guys, but most of these guys are going to do exactly what he said. There, some of these guys are going to go in the first round, second round, third round. 27 guys could potentially go within the first three rounds because he values those those guys as first through three-round targets. First through third-round targets, excuse me, when it comes to wide receivers. And all I saw yesterday from some of the guys, especially in the second round, if you watch the second the second round of guys go around and, and have footballs be thrown to them, the quarterbacks that were throwing the footballs to them weren't very good. I'll, I'll just put it out there on front street. They were not very good. And because of that, the wide receivers had to compensate by making miraculous catches. They had to make one-handed grabs. They had to go over the top. They had to get the football. They had to do everything that they needed to do to get the down going football to make sure that they look good at the Combine. So interestingly enough, even though they were challenged, they had bad footballs to be thrown to them, the quarterbacks were off, targets sometimes off time, they were just not very good. Wide receivers came in and they did their job and they handled it. And I think some of the guys, their stock went up yesterday. Some of the guys that I saw yesterday. Well, A, all of the slot receivers. Uh, what's I have all the, the names written down here. Where's my phone, let me get my light on, I use my phone as a a freaking light now, because I'm too cheap to buy an actual, like, lamp, alright, there we go, so, for instance, a guy, everybody is talking about this guy, what's his name, Clayton something, it's Clayton something, I don't know his name, what's his damn name, He ran like a 4-3 or a 4-4, four, four, something like that. Completely forgot his name. But he was the guy that everybody was talking about today on, on the NFL show. He was the guy that everybody was like, Oh my God, he's, he's gotten such a great draft. Or he's had a, such a great combine and stuff like that. Everybody's talking about him. Let me let me talk about some of the guys that I really, really liked. I like John Hightower. He, he was catching everything yesterday. He was catching everything that was coming his way. He's a big-bodied guy. Uh, what's his name? Justin Jefferson. He had a pretty good combine, similar thing. He's a big guy as well. He was catching everything. What's that other guy's name? Jawan Johnson. I think out of Baylor. He was one of the guys that everybody was impressed with yesterday. He ran a 4.59 and a 4.62. He's six foot four, but he's 230 pounds. So that kind of explains why he runs that slowly. But... He was getting some really, really bad footballs thrown his way, and he was making the best out of it. And sometimes he was making because he's six foot four. He was making some hellacious catches. Ceedee Lamb was Ceedee Lamb. It's like come on, it's like he's one of the best quarter, not quarterbacks, uh, wide receivers in the entire draft this year. He was fantastic. I was like, like everybody was like, I can't believe that Ceedee Lamb had such a great combine. He's easily the number one uh, wide receiver. Cushionberry, by the way, he pulled a hammy. He finished it off. He's finished it off with a five six three. The original time was a five two eight. Cushenberry, he he finished it off, but he pulled a hammy. I could see it. He grabbed his right hammy, pulled it for sure. Anyways, I'm going back to the wide receivers, Ceedee Lamb, great combine yesterday. Everybody was like, Ceedee Lamb. I can't believe he's. I can't believe he's the first wide receiver that's going to be projected to go. And it's like, no, of course, of course, he's going to be the guy that everybody's going to pick. As the number one, I don't, I don't understand how you couldn't see him as the number one. He was easily better than everybody else. So, what's his name? C.D. Lamb had a great combine. I'm gonna start fast forwarding through the through the combine. If I stop, if I keep on seeing fat guys run forties, anyways. C.D. Lamb had a great. Yeah, I'm gonna do it anyways. Because so I'm like, I can't, I can't stand seeing fat guys run forties. It's like it doesn't matter. Anyways. CeeDee Lamb had a great combine. He's easily the number one wide receiver in the entire draft. Uh, Jerry Judy as well. Henry Ruggs got hurt. He had to put his some ice on his thigh, but that's not really that big of a deal. Isaiah uh, Coulter, Antonio Gandy, Golden, Devin DuVall. Uh, what's the uh, what? Aaron Fuller, slot guy. Let me let me talk about the slot guys. All of them had uh, had great drafts or not great drafts, great combines. Malcolm Perry, Devin Duvai and um and uh what's his name? Aaron Fuller. They were all catching footballs. Aaron Fuller, he looks like he has the best hands in the entire draft. I I don't know what what was his what was his speed? It was like four or five something was his speed, was his forty. his numbers. <clears throat> Let me see his 40 time. He ran a f- Oh my god, he did not run a 5.40. He ran a 4.59. So I was like he, he ran his his 40 is very very slow, but he was catching everything. Absolutely everything. And I absol- I I loved it. I was like, "All right, you know, he's catching everything. That's exactly what a slot receiver is supposed to do. He's not he's not really a down the field threat, but he was catching some pretty bad footballs, and he was doing exactly what he needed to do to make sure that he was going, uh, that he was going to go somewhere in the draft. All right, it looks like they're going to have some bag drills going on here. I'm like, finally, I, can't. I will, I will continue to fast forward through the uh, the 40s now of the punter, uh, not of the punters of the, um, yeah, of the punters and of the offensive linemen because it's meaningless. All right, so we're going to have the guys work out. Do some bag work. Test their lateral quickness. I don't know what the drill is called, but it's that drill where the offensive linemen are lying on the ground and the guy with the football is being is, is telling them where to go. It's pretty much just to test their lateral quickness, essentially. Like, see how... Yeah, their lateral quickness to see where exactly they can go and what they can do and stuff like that, side to side, up and down the football field. And you see that all the time. And they lie down on the ground like they're a child. Then they get up and then they then they uh, go one way or another, this guy, number three, what's his name, Tremaine Ancrum, he's got some great weight, he's got some great lateral quickness to him, and he's a big guy, I mean, they're all big guys, but he's like, he is he's a big dude, I'm, I i don't, you know, they're all big dudes to me, because I'm five foot seven, 145 pounds, so, so they're all big dudes to me, but I don't know else how to describe them. It's like they're all 300 pounds. One of the guys that I just saw, um, I think he was from, where was he from, Alabama? Or not Alabama. I think he was from Clemson. Yeah, this guy, Tremaine, what's his name? Tremaine Ancrum from Clemson. I liked what I saw. I liked it. I liked it. Then you have this guy who protected for, uh, for Lamar, uh, McKee Jesus Christ Just give me a name that I can enunciate I think it's spelled M-E-K-H-I Becton I I think that's what his name is So I'm just gonna call him Becton Guy that Protected Lamar Jackson when he was in college Apparently he's one of the best Offensive line uh, Offensive linemen in the draft They got uh, Sean O'Hara And what's his name? Jesus Christ, that guy lost a lot of weight. Left tackle, former left tackle, Joe Thomas, former left tackle for the Cleveland Browns. That dude is looking way thinner. He's like two, maybe 60, maybe 250. And he used to be like 300 pounds or something like that. Jesus Christ. He looks like he's in great shape. Good shape, excuse me. All right. turn it town just a little bit so they're bringing out another guy Cameron Clark all right there you go bang bang back forward so left left right I don't know what the hell he's going yeah he's going he went left and right that was pretty good pretty good by Cameron Clark Ezra Cleveland from Boise State Hang, okay. back, forward, left, right. Oh, lost his balance, slipped up. He's gonna get another shot at it. Get up the field. Get up there. Get up there. All right. Tristan Colon Castillo. I don't. I don't know what his name is. Yeah. Oh, God, he is not light on his feet at all. He is slipping all over the place. It looks like he's on ice skates right now. There you go. I wish I saw the Pro Bowl. Not the Pro Bowl. The Senior Bowl. So I could so I could already have some of these guys' names on my board. In my journal or whatever. Just seeing how good they played in the freaking Senior Bowl or, or the Reese's Pieces, whatever the frick it's called. I could be like, "Oh yeah, that guy played great in that game." Instead of having to rely solely on the combine, which I feel a little bit weird about. I'm not gonna lie to you. Bang, bang, get up the field, get up there. They're still doing the drill. Never mind. All right. Weirdly enough, a lot of these, a lot of these offensive linemen. I mean. They talk about the combine, not the combine, but everybody talks about the combine as, like, like, it's a test. And it's like, you know the answers to the test. You know what you're going to be tested on. It's really, really hard to fail being at the combine. Because, obviously, the, you know, like, if, you know, it's, it's just, mo- some of this stuff you're doing already, right? Or at least, hopefully, you're doing already. And it's it's something that you should excel at. So, I'm watching some of these offensive linemen just move laterally change position, things of that nature. It's like, I kind of want to see them block. How do they block? What is their techniques? Bang. 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 Matt Hennessy. Ooh. I'm oh, going and He looks like a wide receiver cutting in and going in and out of his breaks. Good job by Matt Hennessy. The long pool drill. What is this? Bang. Is this like cones? Are they just gonna run around cones? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I'm like, oh my god, no. Yeah, okay. So they're just gonna run. Oh my god. (laughs) Ah, Jesus Christ. I... Again, I get that they're, that they're testing these guys on like, on, on specific stuff, but it's like, there's gotta be a better way to do this, right? Just saying, like, there's gotta be a better way to test them on their, on, on you know, on them doing this, you know, this type of stuff. Let me take a drink, hold on. Oh my god. all right, here we go, so they're explaining the drill, they pretty much just, they're pretty much acting like, like it, like you go out, you pull for somebody, you go, like, it's, it's essentially kind of, I'm trying to think, it's, I don't know football terminology, you're pretty much like, they're pretty much simulating what would happen if you got out there, and you kind of like, And you went up the field with your running back. Or you you block like a linebacker or a cornerback or whatever. Like you have to get to the spot of the cornerback or whatever. Oh, God. This guy is. Very, very uh, unathletic. Hopefully that was his first. Like his first shot. And hopefully that was a practice run. Not like the real thing. Uh There he goes. All right. Hakeem Adenji. Adenji. I don't know his name. All right. Jermaine Akram. He's up next. I already like the stance that he's going in. Bang. Bang. Cuts off the field. There you go. I can already look at his face. He's always, <laughs> he's already a little bit exhausted from all this running. He's out to do he's like, I thought we were just gonna stand around and vlog. I thought so too. Cameron Clark. He's doing his thing. He's running around the cones and stuff like that. What is up tomorrow? What is up tomorrow? I think it's defensive linemen and linebackers. And then on Sunday, it's DBs. We try and focus on the present because I'm focusing on way too much stuff. I'm, I'm talking about yesterday. I'm talking about tomorrow. I'm not focused on today. Let me focus on today. Why does he have a football? Is he a center? Oh, it's because he's... They're, they're simulating him being a center. I'm like, so they had Nick Harris, who is a center. He's like, let me do it with a football. All right. Bang, they're doing the long pull. That's cool that they're, I get it's cool that they're simulating the centers and the centers, they get to show off what they're doing. Matt Hennessy. Yeah, that's, that's a great job by Hennessy. Hmm. Is that the drill? Is that all they're gonna do with the drill? I I think so. They're they're setting up for another drill. <clears throat> so far from the offensive lineman, and I think this is the first half. So this is the first group. Sometimes when you have a lot of prospects, you you have a lot of guys that you bring in. Sometimes you have to split them up into two groups instead of just having them be. In one group total. So you're going to have another drill here. What's the drill. I don't know. I'm just going to fast forward to the actual drill. So they're going to have. It looks like a center. Or left tackle. And a left guard or whatever. They're going to have two guys. I guess. Running some type of a stunt. Or something like that. It's pretty much. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. It's like, I think it's the center or, it, it, I mean, it's a left guard and a left tackle, essentially. Or a right guard and a right tackle. It's essentially going to simulate both sides of the offensive line. So you're having one guy kind of, it kind of switch on another. Not one guy. Let me try and explain it. You have one guy, the left tackle or the right, not the left tackle, the left guard or the right guard, depending on, you know, what you describe you know which which side of the football field you want to be on it's gonna be the guard pretty much going up and blocking the uh, the end so that way the uh, who's on who's on the outside uh, the tackle can go up the field and maybe do something block for somebody I guess that's that's essentially what the drill is. It's for a guard to open up a tackle to get down the football field. there you go. Bang they pull up. And then the guard, not the guard, but the tackle, he's gonna have somebody tell him where he's gonna where he's supposed to run up the football field. What exactly does this simulate? I guess teamwork and understanding where you're supposed to go. That guy didn't. Who the guard did not do a good job at blocking for his left tackle. What are you doing? You got to block for your I mean, I guess he's playing center, so maybe that's why. Bang! Get up the field. Get up the field, Nick Harris. Get your ass up the field. You need a block for your tackle. Like he left the tackle high and dry. He didn't block at all. It's like the, the defensive lineman isn't gonna buy that at all. Shouting at my TV as this is just drills and there's nobody there's nobody that they're supposed to block. Oh my god. See that Hennessy did it right. Matt Hennessy did it correctly. He's like, Let me block. Let me get up the field. Let me get my guy open. Was that a warm up or or are they I dunno I don't know. I don't know if that was a warm-up or not. Maybe i was... It's like I was yelling for no reason. I was like, "Was that a warm up? What exactly was that drill that they were doing?" I don't know. They go to commercial break. Awesome. 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 Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. So yesterday they had the tight ends with the, um, with the sleds and stuff like that. And apparently they couldn't push the sled. And I was talking about this yesterday. Apparently they couldn't push the sleds. The sleds, they wouldn't be pushed. They, don't, they You could only go straight up with the sleds. And at first I was like, wow, like none of these tight ends who are raising the sleds up, they know how to block. Apparently it wasn't their fault. I just learned that. Because apparently they showed something about the, the sleds not working. I was like, how do, how, how do you not have the sleds working on a combine day? That doesn't make any sense. They're talking about the sleds I'm like hold on Like if the sleds are dysfunctional, I'm like, why? Why is this front? Pe- why are we talking about this? If the sleds suck, you paid thousands of dollars to get some damn sleds. Maybe you get better sleds, huh? Maybe you spend some more money on the damn sleds so that way the guys at the combine can freaking hit something, show that they can actually block. All right. Bang. What is the drill that they are on? So there's, it's kind of like I guess it's um, I guess it's like a pass protection drill, where they're supposed to just shift back, hit a bag, and then just keep on kick stacking kick stepping all the way back until they're told to sprint backwards. What type of drill does? I, I swear to God, man, the offensive line drills are some of the worst, some of the worst ones. It's like ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. What is he talking about? They have the Houston Texans freaking <laughs> they have the Houston Texans coach out there saying don't make it a race. He's the, the Houston Texans offensive line coach, right? Saying, don't make it a race. You know, make sure you get all that stuff down. I'm like, dude, you coach the Houston Texans offensive line. I saw you guys give up exterior pressure multiple times during the season. And by multiple times, I mean multiple times on the same damn play. Your left tackle and your right tackle was getting beaten. If I was these kids, these guys, I would be like, if I was Matt Hennessy, I would be like, Shh, I'm going as fast as I freaking can. I'm, I'm going to snap the football that... I'm going to give to the guy in the hoodie, and then I'm going to run straight back, because it is a race. Millions of dollars at stake. What the hell are you talking about? It's not a race. So now, apparently, it's they're going to do the kick slide. Oh, I like this. So, so, you know, they actually have bodies and stuff like that on the football field. Why are they showing this play? They're showing the, the left tackle of, um... Of of frickin the Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys and I'm and I'm like, they lost, and this is the game where they lost badly against the Cowboys. John, woo! They, the the only touchdown that Carson went through against the Cowboys. Like great job. Well, that's the that was like the that was the only plays that he had against the Cowboys that day. I promise you. It is not alcohol. It is half and half lemonade and iced tea. Even though there's like like foam around the brim, I, I it's it's the best part. It's the best part. The foam around the brim is like the best part. It is like alcohol in the sense that it does foam, but it is a non-alcoholic beverage. It's even coming in a large can. The full drink. Bang. Bang. I like This is not the same drill that they were running. Why did they show me that drill that that Dillard ran last year? This is not the same drill. Alright. Here we go. And also, I gotta ask the question. Hold on. Let me move some of my cables and stuff like that. So that way I have a foot rest. How do they decide the coaches for the offensive line for some not even the offensive line drills, just the drills in general? The last guy that I would want as the coach for the offensive line drills is uh the Houston Texans offensive line coach. Because their offensive line was terrible last year. It's like saying, you know what? We want the Browns offensive line coach for the guy that's going to do the drills this year. It's like, no. No, you do not. Same thing here. I don't want Houston's offensive lineman to be the head, uh, to be the coach. Well, I like this guy's get off, Tremaine Akram. I liked what I just saw. Like he got off the line of scrimmage really, really fast. I like that a lot. Bang. Bang. Now we're starting to see some guys just actually hit bags and be offensive linemen. I like this a lot. Seeing guards, we're seeing tackles. Bang. you go guard ooh, bang bang who was that Jack Driscoll he hit those bags really really well (laughs) like I, I don't really I don't really know how to freaking judge this I'm like well you know all of them they look they look good it's not it's it's pretty hard to screw this drill up you know hang hang Harris Nick Harris center because he's the only guy that snaps footballs good job by him all right then you have Hennessy out there as well bang snaps it good snap bang Hennessy is a big center I mean they're all big what what else about him hennessy is a strong kind of toned center you know He's a big guy, but he's also really, really toned. Like he kind of, he kind of looks almost like a defensive lineman because you know how like offensive linemen are are big, but they're not really toned. He's big and toned, which depending on who you are, that's either a good thing or a bad thing. You know, depending, depending on what you value. I, I again, I feel like I should mention this, and I should have mentioned this at the start of the, uh, of the podcast. I know nothing about offensive linemen. I just know good ones from bad ones. I just don't know which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones. If that makes sense. Like, I know Houston's offensive line sucks. And uh, I know Dallas's is pretty good, but I just I don't know how to tell that. I don't know. I guess it's how many times the quarterback gets sacked. I don't know, one year, Dak was, this was, uh, was getting sacked, the second most behind Deshaun. And, I mean, to be honest with you, it was partially Dax. it was a lot of Dak's fault last two years ago but last year he, he cleaned it up he got some of what he needed to get done done and he you know look at him now I don't know I don't remember how many times he got sacked though last year it was few and far between him getting sacked he did get sacks on some games but not not a lot anyways going back to the draft and the combine and all that good stuff they're doing again lateral movements and stuff like that I feel like we're doing the same drills again Bang. so you know how like in basketball you have those drills where you like you run baseline not baseline but you run around like the square of the court and you kind of just like shift you know that's not shift but what's it called just like slide your feet like laterally you're moving laterally laterally that's pretty much what they're doing but they're kind of like laterally moving but shifting backwards and they're supposed to shift only between these two cones and you have a coach telling them which way to shift and they're supposed to just shift in between the two cones and stuff like that which I, alright, I guess alright, I don't don't know no offense but I feel like Maybe it's too long. Maybe you have the tight ends doing something else. I, I mean, I guess I guess they can't really have... I, I guess the tight ends have to have people to throw to them. But it's like, wouldn't it have been better in some ways if the quarterbacks had practiced or done the combine with the centers? So the centers would would like snap the football, and then they would pretend to block, and then the quarter... Maybe, maybe that's too much. Maybe I'm thinking too much, and then the quarterbacks would throw down the football field to the wide receivers. Maybe that's too much, but it's like it's better than having to watch guys just move laterally and things of that nature. I am really, really tempted to just fast-forward through the offensive lineman Because I don't, like, out of all of the, all, oh, my God. He, he looks like he's freaking salsa, doing the freaking the salsa out there. He's doing it, he's, like, moving his hands, like, up and down, up and down. I get that that's how, you know, you block and somewhat, but he's, like, moving his hands and he's laterally moving and shifting and stuff like that and he's freaking like he looks looks like he's dancing a balsamic music out there. Nice job by Harris. And laterally moving bang 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 bang. It's a really really nice job by Harris. Who is that? Nick Harris. Center. Where is he from? I think Wisconsin. Nope, not Wash not nope, not Wisconsin, maybe Washington? I can't tell school freaking symbols and letters if it's a big purple W. I know the big red W is Wisconsin. I don't know. I think the big purple is Washington. I don't know. Is it Washington DC or is it Washington state? the difference? I don't know. Mm mm mm. Got Nick Henson out there. Matt H- Nick Henson. What Matt Hennessy. Hennessy from Tennessee. No, I think he's from Texas Tech. The two T symbol. Oh no, he's from Temple. Never mind. Texas Tech has the big red and black. The Raiders. That's what they're called, right? The Raiders. The the Texas Raiders. The Texas Tech Raiders. I almost went to Texas Tech. Should have gone. But then I heard like Lubbock is like a dry like the, the, the frickin' campus is a dry campus. And that people had to, like, go out of the campus to drink and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's just a hassle. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to have to leave the campus to drink. Because I'm gonna, I'm not, like, do I honestly want to rent an apartment? Like, No, not really. All I remember was, like, there's windmills and stuff like that. Driving to uh, Lubbock. It was cool to see the windmills. But I'm like, it's so far away from where I lived in Texas. I was like, eh, I don't... I don't really know about having to drive like all the way out to Lubbock, Texas, and then just be like, "I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna go to school here." And no, pass. What was the point of the punters having to run the forty? Because I, I haven't seen the punters again. I don't know. So I just listened to Joe Thomas Hall of Famer from Cleveland describe what's going on here. It's pretty much a screenplay. Apparently they lost some of the physicalness of uh, the combine. Yeah, like how, how are how are offensive linemen not going to hit pads? How? Hold on. Okay, so now Ian Rappaport is giving giving a, a freaking soliloquy of something I don't care about and doesn't have anything to do with offensive linemen not hitting bags. He's talking about free agents. It's like, dude, I don't care. Don't care. I want to see offensive linemen hit bags. How hard is that? I, I, I've literally not seen a guy hit the freaking sled yet. It's like the Titans hit the damn sled. Why can't they and and they they, uh, they ran some like the I I said this yesterday. I was like the the freaking combine seems so unorganized sometimes. I'm like, "Wait, a second, like like a couple of guys did the um did did the did the freaking drill that I just saw and I'm like, "Wait a second, why aren't all of the guys doing the drill?" I'm like, "Well, if only like 5 guys are doing the drill, shouldn't we just scrap the drill?" Does that make sense to you that five guys are going to do the drill and nobody else is going to do the drill? doesn't make any damn sense to me. Now I'm not even watching the freaking combine anymore. Now I'm watching people talk about the combine. I'm like, get off my television. You're not, I'm, you're not why I'm here. I want to see fat guys run. Do I seriously have to watch more fat guys run at 40? I think so. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyways. Most of... Like, during some of the drills, I couldn't even, like... I don't know if it was because they went to commercial break or whatever. But sometimes, some of the guys, they didn't run the... They didn't do the drills. So, I couldn't even see... I couldn't even see some of the guys run the drills. And then other times, it's like they... A couple of people did drills... And then they just didn't do anything else. Like ah ah ah. All right, so we got more offensive linemen running the forty here. As I said before, they um what the NFL does is they have two groups depending on your last name, you know, if if obviously if you start with A, you'll be first. If you start with Z, you'll be last or you'll be in the bottom group or whatever, but that's essentially how the NFL works when it comes to these combines. They'll split you up. They'll have I am not watching another guy run a 40. But that's that's essentially what's going to happen. They're going to have guys run, and that's exactly what they're going to do, blah blah blah, right? Okay. Like I'm not, I'm not watching another fat guy run a forty. Sorry, just not, not in, not in the cards. Because really, the forty doesn't matter at all when it comes to these guys. Because let, let's be honest, how many of them are going to be running forties in the NFL? <laughs> but Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy in the booth. Hold on. They show Jerry and Mike Jerry Jones is there That's so weird that he's there Alright So Moving on By the way Nah, do I want to talk about the Cowboys? Nah, nah. I'm enjoying myself. I don't want to want, I don't want to talk about the Cowboys. You know, like sometimes you got a kid in trouble. And the kid, you know, does something stupid. So you got to punish the kid. That's kind of how I feel. I feel like a parent. I got to punish the freaking Cowboys. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to talk about the kid. The kid will not ruin my day today. It's not about the kid today. It is about me. I am being selfish. I had to put up with the kid's BS. All year long. You won't spoil my fun. They will not spoil my fun tonight. I'm watching the guys run the 40. I cannot wait for the running backs to run the 40. I am fast forwarding, by the way, through guys running the 40. Because I'm like, it, it. how much does it matter? It doesn't. They don't even, here's the thing. They don't even have the guys run the 40 again. You know, like with wide receivers and quarterbacks, they have two times. Here, they only have one time. It's like, no, I'm not watching it. No, I will not watch it. I wonder what happens when, it, when a cheetah goes out there. Oh, no, they do chest them. Never mind. They do have two second forties. They Not two second. Two forty times, excuse me. I thought it was only one time. Apparently, it's only two times. Because I thought that I saw them, the first group, run only one forty time. Apparently, it's two. Actually, I think I do remember seeing some guys run two forties, excuse me. So, there you go. Looks like I'm not going to get out at midnight. It's going to be something else. I don't know. A lot of guys running the 40. 24, 24. What happens if a guy runs a fast 40 time? They won't. They will not run a fast 45, uh, 40 yard. uh, Yeah, 40 yard time. They will not have one. Actually, there's two guys that did. Like it's, it's funny that I say that. Tristan worths Wirf, just ran a four eight six. So for an offensive line, that's pretty. That's pretty good. If you're the Jets, if you're the Giants, if you're a team that needs an offensive line and wide and a wide receiver in your wide receiving core, weirdly enough. Pretty good draft to maybe, you know, do something in it, because you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some of these guys that are gonna be in the draft that are gonna be like, wow, like I can't believe that these guys are gonna be going to X team, and it's like, well, that X team, the the Raiders, the Giants, the the uh, the Cardinals, the Jets, they all have high draft picks. So it's like, do you want a guy who can go out and block for you? Do you want a guy that can go out and catch your footballs? Because really, it's all on you. There we go. Bang. 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 Goes up the field. Mmm. Some of these guys running these drills, man. <laughs> like, man, oh man, oh man. Jesus Christ. I just saw one guy just screw up. And the player had to, like, help out the coach. So, apparently... They're only supposed to shift and move in the pocket. So in like in between the lights. So they're in, in the between the hash marks essentially. So one guy notices that he's about, and he's looking up the field. He's not looking to his right. He's not looking to his left. He notices that he is about to leave the hash marks completely, and the coach doesn't pull him back inside. So he stops before he gets to the hash marks. He's like, Let me just make sure I don't let me let me bail out the coach here. Really? They send a guy out, then they bring him back in, then he goes back out, then he then they go back in, then they send him in. It's like dude He gets up, he lies on the ground, he gets up, stop making this about you. Just let him do the the damn drill. Like what are you doing? This guy's not light on his feet at all. He's a big dude, but he is not he, he's a toned big dude. He is not light on his feet at all. Let's see about this guy. Bang. Bang. Bang, bang, get up the field, right, left, down the field, go back up there, get up there, get up there, run, get up there. All right. No offense, but (laughs) when I think about this, Joe, I'm like, should we really be asking 300 pound dudes to be getting up off the ground? (laughs) God. Crap, as soon as I say that, one of these guys gets hurt doing the drill. Looks like he tweaked maybe his left ankle, Lewis. Hopefully he's okay. Want to try out for the for the combine? Want to do your best? On that lateral drill, he tweaked his ankle. mm mm It sucks. On to the next guy. Who is this guy? Colton Mc... Mick, Mc... Mick, McAulwitz... Colton, something. I'm trying to get a better position. I'm trying to get my butt comfortable. We're gonna be here a while. Why not? I I gotta get one of those th- one of those things that can hold your microphone and stuff like that. Cause my microphone is just on my desk, which is why I never like readjust it. Cause I I gotta freaking like pick it up and stuff like that. I just have it on my desk. This goddamn chair. It's going to be the life. It's going to be the death of my butt. Let me move. Ugh. There we go. I feel like taking an axe to something. You know, like sharpening my axe. I got to hit something. That's a tone. That's an athletic offensive lineman if I've ever seen one. Looks pretty much like a tight end. Bang. Bang. Who is that? Matt Part? Per? Part? Part? P-R-T? Part? There you go. It's P-A-R-T. Looks like he's out of Wisconsin or UConn. The only reason why I know he's out of UConn is because of the female basketball team, the, the 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 UConn Huskies. Aren't they undefeated, or aren't they like close to being undefeated? Or I I I don't know what the hell they are. I don't know women's college basketball. I'm like I know that they that the, that the UConn women they win a lot because they're always on the news. Like they win. the UConn women's women's team has just won another hundred plus games in like five weeks, undefeated, no competition, <laughs> absolutely none. Oh god, oh god, this is All right, oh no. This I think this guy that I'm watching, Danny Painter, he's a little bit nervous. He didn't know what to do. Alright, get get you know, get up the field, try again, you'll get another shot, painter. That did not sound good when I said it fast. Painter C- uh, Caesar Reese out of Michigan. Even the broadcasters, I'm literally like listening to the broadcasters as I'm talking and it's like, even they're not even, they're not even talking about the Combine. They're just like, man, we're going to talk about just whatever we want to talk about and that's just going to be the show. It's like, <laughs> it's like what they're having a conversation and the Combine's on in the background and they're like, excuse me, excuse me. We're having a conversation here. We're not here to, co- to cast the Combine. We're here to talk about God knows what. They have Joe Thomas and Sean O'Hara there too. It's like, come on. All right. Again, this is the uh the drill where they're supposed to lie down on the ground and they're supposed to wait for the signal. The coach gives them the signal, they get off off the ground, and then they then the coach tells them where to go and what to do and tells them to go back and stuff like that. But some of the sometimes this coach is just Yeesh, man. Stop telling them to change direction so quickly. They can't adjust uh, if you tell them to change direction as they're changing direction. Like, you can't tell them to go up when they're trying to go left. It doesn't make any sense. Slow your ass down, coach. Hang. Hang. What are you doing? What? What? Like, he's not even giving them enough time to change direction. Hey, coach, slow it down. You're not giving them enough time to change direction What the hell's going on here bang. bang Bang Looks like a guy playing basketball Trying to guard somebody This guy is tall, he's lengthy Alex Taylor I don't know where the hell he's from Maybe South Carolina or whatever He has a SC on his college logo I'm like where the hell is that from I don't know Andrew Thomas out of Georgia Big guy, bang Lateral movement, bang, gets downfield, bang, goes up, bang, left, right, and hey, he's all over the place in a good way. <laughs> nice job. That's an athletic freaking dude. He looks like he's a tight end. Get up. Get up there. Left. Right. Back. Get, get down the field. Get up the field. Go to the left. Dang it, coach. Slow it down. How long is this going to take, these these offensive linemen drills? They're just going to shift back, shift up, shift left, shift right. Okay. Go right, go left, go back, come forward, go back, go right, go to the thing. Dang. And some of this some of this combine stuff is just oh my god. It's just ugh. It's just garbage. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh no It's slowing down Why Why me? No. Hmm. Doing the same drill. Showing off the offensive lineman's lateral movement and stuff like that. That guy has the freaking biggest thighs. Who is that? I don't know. That guy has the biggest thighs I've ever seen. Looks like Joey, one of the Bosa boys. The, the guy that went to the Super Bowl looks like his his thighs. It's a big dude. All right. The good thing is, this is one of the hardest days probably in the combine to get through that's that's a good thing bad thing is it's one of the hardest days of the combine to get through at least for me man at least for me some people may take interest in offensive linemen not hitting bags i wouldn't have a problem if they were if they weren't hitting bags they don't hit anything they don't hit anything how are they not gonna hit anything when their whole job is to hit something I guess that's why I'm angry. It's like it's like saying to me, "Oh yeah, wide receivers—they're just not going to catch today. Quarterbacks—they're just not going to throw today. Get, get get them something to hit, man. Those stupid machines that broke. You only brought two sleds to the combine. How are you not going to bring sleds to the co- like the tight ends worked on the sleds yesterday? How are you not going to bring a, a freaking sled to the combine? Does that make any sense to you? Doesn't make any sense to me. I can't make heads or tell of, of of any of these guys because it's like, you know, uh, this has stuff. This stuff has to has has significance when it comes to blocking. But it's like, I want to see them hit something and get off their block. If they're gonna if you're gonna set up a screen or a pull or whatever, it's like they got to get off their block. They got to you know. Act, they got, I, I, I don't know. As I take a long swig of my half and half, it's like Jesus Christ, like. Wanna see them hit something? Andrew Thomas, guy out of Georgia. Bang. Just ran just, I mean, he just ran through the cones like he was a wide receiver. Did that little stutter step with his hands. Gotta like that a lot as well. In charge of my computer here. All right. Oh gosh. I'm starting to get bored. <laughs> like I'm st- I'm starting to get bored with him not Should I fast forward through the offensive linemen? I like to do my due diligence, but at some point it's got to stop. I gotta watch something else. I gotta watch something else. Or should I not upload this podcast at all? I'm like, man, do I really not wanna have to like upload this podcast because I'm like it's already been an hour and I'm like, man, I was so excited to watch offensive linemen hit something and then I'm like, oh wait, no, they're not hitting anything. All right, let me fast forward. Not through the draft, but through the commercials. I think the offensive linemen, their their thing is almost over. Their drills are almost over. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. God. They're almost over. Uh, So then it should be running backs. Thank goodness, because I can't. God, I cannot stand watching this for a second longer. Maybe not for a second, I'm like, maybe not for a second longer, but My tolerance for offensive linemen running Like, they're running, they're not going to run that much And, like, their running is the lowest contact you'll ever Like, when they pull, the lowest contact you'll ever have, man Ever Like, they don't run very fast, and they don't run a lot So it's like, why are they running? And I kid you not, Rich Eisman and Daniel Jeremiah, I have no idea what they're talking about. But it's definitely not the Combine draft prospects. Andrew Thomas, he's back on bang. Absolutely no issue. You know what? Andrew Thomas has kind of been like the only guy that's made it look easy through these drills. I talked about how he pretty much ran a route almost on one of the <laughs> one of the last shows. I'm like, dang, he ran through those cones like a wide receiver. Nick Harris looks like a really really nice wide nah, uh, center. It's like, wow, I can't believe he, you know, like he he, he had a pretty good col- uh, solid combine. Excuse me. Now they're showing the three stooges. I don't get why you have during a live broadcast three guys that are going to. ...that are going to talk about the broadcast during the broadcast... ...on top of the two guys that are going to cast it... ...on top of the other two player announce. ...like there's too many people that are talking in the combine... ...there needs to be like four people max... ...there doesn't need to be seven... ...that's ridiculous... ...so they're doing the drill where they have the center and the guard... ...or the left tackle and the left guard... A tackle and a guard. I think that's a better way to phrase it. Tackle and a guard. They say, hey, guard, you go outside. Sorry. Guard, you go outside. Tackle, you go inside. It's pretty much you're switching who you who you got. And uh, the guard goes up the field. Or is it the tackle that goes up the field? So now the, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes they switch it, I guess. I don't know. Well technically it's this uh, I, I mean it depends on who, you, who you're who you thinking Is it center or is it guard I don't, I don't know I don't know exactly what this drill is supposed to do Exactly It's not like you're testing their speed Cause it's kind of like They're running a stunt A little bit It's like I I don't get it I'm wearing a tank top right now And it's cold as balls in my room Oh, my God. I love offensive line play, but this has sucked. This has really killed my enthusiasm for the combine. So, they're talking about the draft and how they're like, you got to work as a team. You got to work side by side. You got to do all that good stuff. I'm like, I, I get it. I get that's why... But I'm like... Can they hit something? I want to see them hit something. They're not going to hit anything, by the way. Oh, boy. I'm going to fast forward through this. You know what? The reason why I'm going to fast forward through this... I can't tell shit. I can't tell who's going to... I can't... I can't get the intangibles... Of whatever they're trying to show me. I'm like, listen... Either you're good or you're not good. It's just that simple. It's like, the, it's I literally cannot figure out the position because they're not blocking. I'm getting bored out of my mind. I just took a swig of my half and half. Alright. Let me go to them hitting some pads here. Got a center on deck. Got two centers. Cesar Ruiz from Michigan. Apparently there's fans there. Why are there fans at the combine? What? This man, I talk about it all the time. Combine, disorganized. Just like this podcast. <laughs> I can't even laugh anymore. I can't even laugh anymore. Nope, can't even do it. Mm. All right, let me kind of fast forward through this drill as well. Oh man, am I crazy? Am I like insane for not like wanting to see offensive linemen not hit tackles? I'm I'm like I can't watch this. I can't watch this. Like is this uh, like I'm I'm not a I'm not an offensive. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna delete it. I'm gonna delete the. I don't I don't want to see it anymore. Like, am i crazy for not wanting to like watch an offensive line like offensive lineman not freaking do anything that re- like i get some of the workouts and exercises and stuff like that but it's like at some fucking point you got to give me some fat to chew on man give me something to talk about I'm like i get that the drills are supposed to like they're supposed to be the most non-contact but they're playing a fully contact position. They are playing a position where on every single play they will hit people or they will get hit. It's like each man I, I I don't I don't get it. So I I give up. I tap. I tap. I'm done. I'm out, I will not watch the offensive linemen, I'm like, do I want to watch the offensive linemen in spells? I didn't even want to watch the special teamers, like I fast forwarded through their freaking 40s, I'm like, I'm not watching this horse mess, must be tripping if you think I'm about to watch this horse mess, like they're not even showing the combine, they have Matt Patricia, they, they just interviewed John Lynch and Matt Patricia, they're going on just this soliloquy after soliloquy. They didn't even show the freaking combine. I'm like, oh my God, get me out of here. Get me me somebody who's actually going to do something interesting, please, and thank you. Finally, finally, after an hour and 20 minutes, after almost four hours, we will finally get to see the running backs play, ladies and gentlemen, right here. I'm about to take out my pen as soon as I get through all of these commercials and all of this other crap that I don't want to watch. Here we go. Finally. If you're an offensive lineman or an offensive lineman fan, I apologize for that. I, I just, I can't stand terrible football. Or not terrible football, but just a waste of a time when it comes to just the drills, man. Like you couldn't figure out some way to have a, a non-contact contact drill. Come on, man. Give me something. To, like, give, give me something. Anything. Alright. Here we go. Finally, we got some wide, not some wide receivers, some running backs. Some guys that can actually run fast. Running the 40. Alright. Salvan Ahmad. Washington. Yeah, he is from Washington because they said they showed his school. He's 197 pounds. He's five foot ten. He's got a Tupac tattoo, a one that makes Tupac look like he's Asian. He's got an Asian Tupac tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got an Asian Tupac tattoo. Like Jesus Christ, he, you know. Maybe fix his eyes. Also, he's tan, so he's not black. So Tupac looks tan, Which he kind of was. But he was he was black. He was he was dark skinned, but he's like the tan dark skin. Salvin Ahmad, four six three, Ahmed or Ahmed. He's one ninety seven. Cam Akers, Mark Ingram, he's out there too. Big trust. Mark Ingram, Maurice Jones, Drew, running backs. One is a former one, one is a current one playing in the NFL. I like this. Cam Akers, bang, four four seven. Cam Akers 447 Darius Anderson Cam Akers apparently is from They They talked about how he had announced Where he was going to go Apparently he was like He was going to show it on The Heat Jumbotron or something like that At a Heat game And they were like Apparently the Wi-Fi didn't work I, 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 Maybe send it in before The game actually happens I'm I'm just saying But um, he was supposed to announce it On, on a Heat game or something like that Internet did not work and then he had to go outside, and people had to go outside to see where he was going to commit. And he committed to Florida State. DBU. All right. Levante Bellamy, he's up next. Where's what is WMU? Wisconsin Missionary University. I, I don't. I don't. What is WMU? What is that? Western Michigan, ran a four five one. Rich Eisen helped me out on that. He's like, "What?" I'm like, "What is that what is it? Western Michigan? How big is Michigan? Is that a state?" Yes, it is. Because I think Detroit is in Michigan. Yes, it is. Detroit, Michigan. Jesus Christ. All right. They're showing Ron Rivera taking notes because he may get another wide receiver or another running back, excuse me, because he's like, damn it, Darius Geis is very, very injury prone. He's been injured two of the two years that (laughs) he's been injured two of the two years that he's been in the NFL. Maybe we should go out and get a wide receiver or not a wide receiver, another running back. Eno Benjamin. see what he can run here can he run something faster than I don't know some Cam Akers I think that's what his name was no we cannot four five seven they got some pretty great running backs on the panel again Mark Ingram Maurice Jones Jr. they're talking I like it a lot. I wish I heard what they were saying fully, but I, you know, I get, I gotta cast it. Oh, I gotta cast. I don't know what what the problem. I I don't know what to say. I'm tired. That offensive line, man, it was like a fr- fucking tranquilizer dart to my face. I'm like Jesus Christ. Just give me something. Give me give me something to talk about. They didn't give me shit. They didn't give me nothing to talk about. Anyways, Raymond Calais is on deck. He's he he's. His school is called the Rage Cajuns. Four four two for Raymond Calais. Where where is the Rage and Cajuns at? Isn't that a restaurant? South Louisiana Kitchen in Houston, Raging Cajun. It's a co- it's 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 an actual football team. Where is that? The Louisiana Raging what school? <laughs> the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Okay. DJ Dallas. The U. Bang. He's fast. Ooh, four oh <laughs> As soon as I say that, I'm like, man, he's fast. He ran a four six four. I'm like, man, he's he's so fast. He he looked like he was running slow, or he. Got, oh my god, that didn't make any sense. Man, he's fast. He's so fast. He ran a four six four. Like he's, you know, he's he's fast for me. I'd probably run like a 7 second, 8 second, 40. I could probably run a 4-4, 40, but I would literally pull apart every bone or every muscle in my lower body. I'd probably break every single bone in my body because I was going so fast. And I would probably never recover from running that 4-4, 40. It would be terrible. It would be horrific. Be one of the coolest, best things that you ever saw in your entire life, but I'm not willing to cause permanent damage to my legs in order to get a four four forty. I'm like, you're tripping, Rico Dottle, Doddle or Dowdle? I don't, I, I don't know. Weight 5'11 from Scar. <laughs> I'm not making that. Ch- what what is that? South Carolina. Arizona State, Scar University. Where is that? Uh. That's definitely not where he's from. It is the School of Con- for Conflict Analysis and re- and Resolution, apparently at George Mason University. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it is George Mason University, I think. But Rico Dotto ran a four five six pretty you know, pretty respectable. Here we go. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He's one of the guys that uh Daniel Jeremiah has on the top list. Hey, he's my height, he's five foot seven. I gotta root for the small guys, the short guys. Let's go, Clyde, represent the short guys. Bang, he's off. And he is a shorty. Bang. Dang, 461. Shorty as in he's a short guy. Shorty not Shorty as in he, he's a hot girl. Let's get that straight. Jesus Christ. I like a 461. Like, hey, he's a short guy. I gotta root for my short guys. Like, we gotta stick together. We gotta stick together. He's booking it, or at least he looks like it. man apparently the second block of the combine is like three hours long so I got a long way to go in this combine that offensive line I kid you not when I'm telling you that it actually made me like tired like actually made me put almost made like I was like man should I just stop the podcast because this sucks I'm like, I can't, I can't stand watching these offensive linemen literally do nothing. Like, man, I may have to turn off the podcast, take a nap, and then come back an hour later on. But then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm skipping this shit. I'm getting out. I I don't know. <laughs> All right, so they're gonna go back to the forty yarders. I think, yeah, they're. Um, I thought they were going to show the second time, but they still have a lot of first times to go. They showed Maurice Jones-Drew his forty time. I got a peep. Oh my god, Jamichael Hastie. 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 Hasty, 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 H A S T Y, Hasty. Rich Eisman just said said it. His name is Hasty. Brian Harrion Four six two. Tony Jones Jr. from Notre Dame. Putting my my freaking arms in my tank top because I'm cold. Even though I didn't turn on the heater, like man, I'm I'm so cold. I gotta I'm gonna wear a tank top today. Joshua Kelly, Whew, four five zero. You know, sometimes some of these guys, they put so much effort into running 40s that I'm like, man, that guy is flying. He runs a 4.62. Ron bang, Good job by him. Benny LeMay. I'm gonna go pee. (laughs) I'm gonna go pee. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Hold on. We'll get... We'll continue... With the running backs here in a couple of minutes. Hold on. Alright, after a very, very, very short delay, I am back, holy smokes, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna have to take a nap after this, let me line my candle again, that way I have something good to smell and to talk about, I really didn't think that the offensive lineman would be that fucking boring, it, it was literally like watching paint fucking dry, it's like, Again, imagine if, like, the wide receivers and the quarterbacks didn't catch and throw the football. It's like, that didn't, that wouldn't make any sense. That's literally what happened with the offensive line. They didn't block. My lighter is almost out of gas. Jesus Christ, all right, I may be done with this, come on, just give me some light, all right, I'm done, I'm like, I'm, I'm done trying to get that thing going, all right, 24, how, how are the running backs doing, how are the run? I thought we were here to talk about the combine, we are here to talk about the combine, I'm just worn out very. Oh my goodness! Is he gonna? Oh, he he ran a 4.5, He won. He ran a four six five. He was making a lot of noise. This guy Lamichael Perine making a lot of noise. Uh, four six five. But he didn't. I thought he was gonna run like a four four or four five. He ran a four six five. It's very very slow, for making all the for making all that noise. It's like very very slow. Alright, here we go Guy from Ole Miss, let's see what he can do I got it, I got it There we go, there's one Lighting a three-wick candle, there's two Then it burned out at three God, it's hot It's like the metal It's hot, hold on, let me try and There we go. Oh. There we go. Jesus Christ, just get... Just let me... Just let me freaking... I am more focused and concerned with lighting this freaking lighter than a frickin' try and cast the damn podcast. That's an issue. Come, come on. There you go. Then I just freaking extinguish it. Hold on. Is it literally this difficult to light this lighter? Yes, I have this problem all the time. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what I'm doing. DeAndre Swift, he's up next. I think he's gonna run a 4.65. He's the best running back in the draft, apparently. He's five foot eight. Go short guys! We gotta stick together! Oh my god. I have two candles lit. I'm trying to get the third one. I got two wicks lit. I'm trying to get the third one going. Bang, he's off. Yeah, he's gonna go. Oh, he ran a four nine. That's pretty good. I thought he was gonna run a 465. I don't I don't know why I thought that, but you know, I, I thought that and I was wrong. What are you gonna do? Sue me? That's impossible. <laughs> oh my, what am I What am I doing right now? Like I'm lighting a candle talking about am I am I gonna get sued? No, I'm not. Oh my god. I'm I'm done playing with this thing. I'm done. Alright. 24. How are the running backs doing? They're doing fine. They are doing fine. The running backs are having a pretty good showcase off at the draft. Uh, I think this is gonna be it for for the guys. So this guy named Jonathan Taylor. I want to see the running backs go through their drills. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of we'll, we'll talk about this once everything kind of just gets going. So they're gonna. So they showed off. The comparison with Mark Ingram and another guy running his 40. I think Mark Ingram got him. Or the other guy got him. I think the other guy got Mark Ingram. Let me see it. Bang. Oh, no. Clyde Edwards, he got him. Mark Ingram ran a 4 6, six. Clyde Edwards ran a 4-6-1. Mm. Both short guys. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, because I, I, I can feel that I am getting disinterested and like the forties, so I'm just gonna skip through the forties, and um, I'm just gonna kind of go through the drills and we'll end the podcast there because I'm like, the last thing I want to do is make a disinteresting podcast where I'm like, oh my god, I can't, I can't watch another guy run a forty again. I'm like, I can't do that. Hold on. Hold on. So apparently the, uh, the dot, hold on. Okay, so apparently, I can't believe that that's breaking news. So they reported, oh my god, what a surprise. The exclusive franchise tag may be placed on Dak Prescott if a deal couldn't get done. Um, it's worth $33 million. Is Dak going to sign it? Probably not. The reason why he's not going to sign it is because it's like, no, you, you probably should have given me 33, $34, 35000000 And let's say Dak Prescott has a good season which I think 1,000% can and should happen next season, where they go, where they win 10 plus games, it's like, well, hold on a minute, now, instead of giving him, like, 33 million, you're now going to give him 34, 35, easily, because Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes are going to reset the market again, so now you're going to, instead of having to pay him whatever he wants currently, now you're probably going to have to pay him a little bit more, so, uh, this is the second year in a row. They should have gotten him paid. I'm not going to talk about it that much because I've constantly talked about it. And I'm like, maybe you should have paid him last year. Like I literally said for like a month straight and, um, continue to say, I was like, maybe pay him. They did not. They didn't even talk with him for like six months. So there you go. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm pretty pissed off. Like, how's that news? Like we knew that for a fact, like, like, are they going to apply, like, some stuff you can infer, it's like, no, they're not going to have the non-exclusive tag, like, they're going to have the tag, the the exclusive tag on him, the exclusive tag makes it so that way he can't talk to other people, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> they're showing because uh, because Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram both went to Alabama, so they're showing the size comparison when it comes to height to, with Mark Ingram to, to Derrick Henry, and it's it's just, it's just the funniest thing ever. Because Mark Ingram is like five nine, Derrick Henry is like six foot two, six foot three, maybe even six foot four. It's hilarious. So Derrick Henry towers over Mark Ingram, and Mark Ingram's like really like come on man, <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. All right, so we're actually going to get some drills going on here. Then after the drills, I am out. I am done. I don't care who is up next. I don't care who is up next. They got some of the quarterbacks uh, that performed yesterday to come in and uh, and coach up some of these guys, like McDonald and uh, another guy. I don't know what his name is. It's not the elite talent. It's the uh, It's the backups. It's the backups. So here we go. So they're going to go back and they're going to do the doggone drill. As I take a swig of my half and half. Sorry that this podcast has not been, ugh, Jesus, as good as I wanted it to be. I wanted this podcast to be so much better than it. Or this episode. I wanted it to be better than it currently is now. I apologize for it. I am a little bit tired. We're going to finish this bitch out and then we're going to fucking go to sleep because I can't. I can't fucking stand this, this shit. But thank you for sticking by. Thank you for listening. If you have uh, been, been listening for the last hour and 46 minutes. Um, I know that the combine already isn't the most interesting stuff, and when you already and when you have shit like this go on, it's it's not very interesting either. I get it, but I do thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast. All right. So they're pretty much handing the football off to the running backs. They're supposed to go uh, high point bags, like like high knee the bags that are on the ground, and then they're supposed to either go right. Or they're supposed to go left. Bang, bang, bang. He goes right. Or left, excuse me. DJ Dallas, bang. Over the bags, over the bags, left. It's exactly what you want to see. Great job. Go. Boom, 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 boom. Spin move. AJ Dillon, great job by him. Clyde edwards Hilaire. By the way, for some weird reason, Darren Sproles is out there, which is weird. Mm. So they're talking. Hold on. Let me let me listen to this. So they're talking about Eric the Enemy, uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator, potentially being a head coach in the league. Let me look him up really, really quickly. Apparently, he's out there doing the drills as as well. Eric the Enemy. What's it, is that his real name? Eric. Oh, B enemy. I thought it was Eric the enemy and not Eric the enemy. Oh, okay. He's my height. He's five foot seven. Short guys got to stick together. All right. But he wants, uh, he, everybody says he deserves a job. Everybody says he's he's got to get a job. I'm like, okay, all right. All right. I'll talk about that probably later on, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. They're handing the ball off to a lot of guys. They're just, you know, it's just, they're telling, they're like they're coming out of the backfield and they're told to hit which hole, either uh, to go left or to go right. It's like, all right, which hole do you want to hit? Which way do you want me to run? Et cetera, et cetera. I don't really know. <laughs> don't, I'm like, I don't really know which hole he should hit. running back, well, I mean, they'll tell him, who is that, Jonathan Taylor, just ran a really, really nice little circuit there, you know what, I'm not gonna lie to you, I can see how this would be boring for an NFL head coach, (laughs) like, man, like, or not even in a head coach, just a coach in general, just, it's like, man, we gotta see guys just do the exact same thing over and over and over again, and worse yet we have to just watch we had to to just watch the offensive line easily the worst the worst drill ever like okay i get it now i'm like i get how nfl coaches can not necessarily be the the most focused during some of these drills cuz some of these drills are literally like a tranquilizer dart to the face yeah i mean i can't like i saw all the all the running backs do some of the drills and i was like yeah okay you know they're they're pretty solid Again, the running back position is a pretty physical position, but there's some things that you can pick up here and there. You know, how, how they cut and stuff like that. I mean, I just saw one drill. So, I mean, we'll see. Pretty much they're just being told where to run and how to run and stuff like that. And, you know, whether or not you can run in between the tackles, which I don't think is that difficult for guys that are, like, less than six feet tall. Good job by some of these guys that are running in Vaughn, Keyshawn Vaughn, I think from Vanderbilt. Bang! Good job by Michael Warren the second. Sees the hole runs through it. Cam Akers. said he had a really good day. Good forty yard forty. What? I don't, I don't get, uh, like some of the drills that they have some guys running, it's not like, it's not like they run, again, it's not like every single guy runs through every single drill. It's like sometimes they just have a couple of guys just, you know, running the, the one drill or two, like uh, not one drill, but they have some people running through the drill one time and that's it. And then nobody else runs it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Darren Sproles is out there He's a demonstrator He's being paired with Deuce Staley The Eagles running back Coach I'm not going to lie to you I thought Deuce Staley was <laughs> Was like a fullback Not a fullback A uh, a linebacker coach Or something like that You know I like sometimes Guys that coach the position They look like the position Like I'm like A big guy like him I'm like man I can't believe you're You're a running backs coach I thought you were like an, Like a lineman Not a lineman Like a Like a Not a lineman But a linebacker's Very, very interested. So, this looks like a drill that a guy could mess up pretty easily. We'll see. At least that's what they told me on TV. I already screwed it up. <laughs> I'm like, I already screwed it up. He hit the bag when he went over initially, and then he... Uh, and I'm like, all right, all right. But he didn't hit any more, ba- any more of the bag. Excuse me. All right, there you go. Bang, bang. Cam... Cam Akers. Let me write down his name. Finally! One name on the board. Cam Akers. Good 40 yard. Good combine so far. All right. Hang. Raymond Calais from Raging Cajuns, he he, he hit the same freaking bag twice. Alright. This guy, I think his name is AJ Dillon. Every single time he gets a chance to put a spin move on somebody, he puts a freaking spin move on somebody. He's like, let me... Let me show what I can do. Let me show it that I can spin on everybody. Put everybody through a spin cycle. I'll do whatever the hell I want. I'm AJ. I don't know what his name is. Clyde Edwards. Hilaire. Short guy. Short guy's got to stick together. I'm rooting for him. Next level. Good job by him. Loses his balance but stays on his feet. Keeps his legs churning. Because he kept his legs turning, kept his balance, regained his balance, excuse me, finished off the run. Good job by him. Again, like only a couple of people did the drill that I could have seen. All right, so now they're going to have guys just run out in the flat to show, hey, we can be a three-down back, essentially. We can be a, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of three-down backs, if I'm honest with you. Especially if they only go out in the flat. I like having an additional receiver. You know, a guy whose job it is to actually catch. It's like, you know, just just put five guys out there. Maybe even a tight end, you know. So, boom. Ooh! Cam Akers had a one-handed grab because the quarterback underthrew him. Bang. McDonald out there. He's he's throwing to a bunch of guys. Eno, Benjamin. Bang. Bang. It's very, very routine for some of these guys. Because it's it's easy. It should be routine. They're just, It's just flat routes, pretty much. It's just, hey, let's get the ball in the flat. Wide receivers or running backs, they turn it up field. A.J. Dillon, he can't freaking put a spin cycle. He can't freaking put a spin move on somebody anymore because it's just he's just going out in the flat Clyde Edwards Hilaire good hands good speed that's exactly what you want to see he finishes off the drill quickly like finally we're kind of getting some football stuff terrible football (laughs) like terrible football How do you miss a a throw in the flat? Tony Jones Jr. Bang. Good catch. Good throw. Bang. Slow. Had to slow up. Mm. Again, it's very very routine. It's it's throws in the flat, man. But everybody is doing a good job so far. Everybody's catching it, turning it up the football field. Doing exactly what you do when you want when you see your when your wide receiver or your running back is supposed to go out in the flat and you know, maybe not make a play but just turn it up the field, you know. They don't have to necessarily get the first down or get 10 20 yards. It's just, you know, just Nothing's there go through your reads Nothing's there just give it to him in the flat Boom he turns it up the field and he just takes off Exactly what you want to see From a lot of these guys They're catching the football They turn it up the field All of them look like they have good hands Good enough hands to catch a football in the flat And like as a running back That's kind of all you have to do Hey. Some of these guys like DeAndre Swift, I just saw him. Some of these guys catch it it's kind of like they're wide receivers and they just catch it in stride and they just go. Only guy that just dropped a pass, JJ Taylor. Think he could have caught it. Ooh. Jonathan Taylor had a great catch. Bang. Bang. Deshaun Vaughn, ooh. Had to turn around and get that football and he got it. It's very very routine stuff, very very just smooth in the flat. Bang and tipped it. Like as soon as I say that, as soon as I say just routine stuff, guy drops the football off his fingertips, couldn't catch it. Maybe he didn't catch it. Then he, you know, did he just left? Not left, but then he turned it up the field, finished the drill. Alright, on to the next drill. As I fast forward through a billion commercials. By the way, I think I should mention this. Um, I am very, very close to the end of all of my recording. Like, I waited four hours to start this podcast Four hours deep into the combine, and uh, I'm almost out. But looks like why the running backs are going to start running routes, which would definitely pique my interest, because I love watching people actually do football stuff, and looks like they're going to run kind of like out-then-in routes. I don't know what that's called, where they run like an out-route, then go back on the inside. But that's essentially what they're running. Bang. Or they go to the flat, but then they turn it upfield towards the middle of the field. Bang. 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 So now they're... (laughs) Now Mark Ingram and uh, Maurice Jones... uh, Yeah, Maurice Jones-Jew, they're talking about how they're running routes telling you, man, marking some of these football players. What, what I love about the UFC, and let me talk about this for like two seconds because you know, like they're, just, they're just running routes. They're running very, very simple routes. It's hard to screw it up for both guys, for the quarterback more specifically uh, than the running back because the running backs, they're just doing their damn jobs, catching the football, turning up the field. What I like about the UFC, going to what I really want to talk about, Clyde Edwards, good hands, good football, good placement, small guy. Anyways, what I like about the UFC is that they don't bring in guys that nobody has ever heard of. Like, guys that have never played the sport to cast the sport. They bring in experts, like a lot of the former fighters that are fighting. Not uh, not former fighters that are fighting. There are a lot of former fighters that have fought in the UFC that are now casting the UFC, so they know exactly what they're talking about. Now, you have, like, Chris Collinsworth in the booth. You have some other players. Greg Olson, he casts um, the XFL football games as well. But I'm like, listen, man. At some point, we got to get more guys that can that are playing football in the booth. I know we got Troy. I know we got Tony. I know we got Chris. Like, let's get some players in the booth. Like, I like I like it when players are in the booth. I like it when players are talking about uh, the game because they know the actual game at a more intimate level than most other people. So I like it when guys who played the game, especially at that level at the NFL, and we're not t- we're not talking like played is in like oh you played a game or you were on the roster during a Super Bowl, you didn't actually play during the Super Bowl, like, I like guys that have actually played in the league for, like, 10 years, and you get them, and then it's like, boom, like, you got a a great color commentator, a good analyst, a great analyst, and they they know what they're talking about when when it comes to football, I love that, and I love that Maurice jones Drew and Mark Ingrams, both guys with huge personalities, are talking about football, it's great for the sport, it's great for the combine, anyways, Going back to the combine here. So they're pretty much running the same type of out route, then in-breaking route, where they go out in the flat, uh, where, where it's like they're about to go out in, into the flat, but then they turn it upfield, or they, they break inside and they turn it upfield, essentially. That's what they're trying to do. Guy just dropped a pass. Another guy caught one. Beautiful draw by LaMichael Perrine, perini pernini perni they're discussing like literally during the combine they're discussing what the Patriots are doing with Brady I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't know like even they're like oh my god we, we can't talk any we can't talk about this at all interestingly enough the uh, the running back draft class uh I don't I don't know if it's deep man I don't know if it's deep or not. I don't know, man. Like, there's some guys that that people are talking about, like the running back from LSU, the running back from Georgia. Georgia always produces great running backs, but it's like, as evident by Nick Chubb, uh, Todd Gurley, uh, Sony Michelle, who won a Super Bowl his rookie year. Great running backs. So it's like I don't I don't really know, man. I don't really know about I don't really know like about this draft class specifically. I don't know how many of these guys are gonna be elite in in uh in the NFL or good. So they're showing essentially how that route can take effect in the NFL because uh Mark Ingram, he ran that exact route against Against the, uh, the, the Rams, and he scored a touchdown. I got to listen to what he's got to say about this. This is hilarious. Bang. He's got the linebacker leaning. He's like, adios, that's an easy, that's an easy money touchdown. Mark room is hilarious. Oh, God. Podcast should be ending very soon. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on... That was my remote. Depending on how you look at it. And I'll talk about the XFL, and then we'll kind of just stop it. Not stop it, but then we'll, you know, in the podcast, I guess. <clears throat> Let me sit up straight and watch some of these guys catch. So now they're running deep, uh, deeper out routes. Not necessarily deep out routes, but just deeper out routes. So, that's kind of what they're doing. Bang. There we go. Jay Taylor, good hands, good football. Nice job. Go up the field, bang. Mm. Way too early on the delivery for, from some of these guys. Keyshawn Vaughn from Vanderbilt. Michael Warren the second. Good catch. Very very. What's the word I'm looking for? Routine. I'm just gonna start fast forwarding through it because a lot of. Oh wait, I don't even have to do it because the drill just ended. Just ended. awesome. I don't even have to fast forward. They just end the drill like that. All right. So now the run rich run the rich Eisen run rich run Roger Goodell Jane and I are proud to support Rich Eisen and the amazing kids at St. Jude with a 25k donation post a video of yourself running the 40 from now till the end of the NFL draft to support Run Rich Run, and we'll add an extra $5 for every video you tag. Okay, that's cool, I guess. He's already raised almost $600,000. Great job by Rich Eisen. I I cannot wait to see Rich Eisen one run on Sunday, because usually I watch it like, like, after he's ran, so I, like, watch it on YouTube or whatever, but I'm so excited to watch him run. Will we watch it together? Yes, we will watch it together, and I will be Rich Eisen's hype, man, even though I'm literally very, very far away, because I'm, I'm gonna record it, and I'm gonna watch it after he's actually done it, but, you know, like, come on, like, want to show my support out there. All right, so what are they going to do now? The running backs, I think they, they're done with the running drills. And now they're just, I mean, I guess it's it's kind of like what, they're, what they've are what they been doing. Except, ooh, Cam Akers, great job by him. Great hands. Bang. I guess it's like they're supposed to beat a linebacker in one-on-one. And um, they're either supposed to go in or out, depending on what they want to do. Some guys go out, some guys go in, depending on the leverage that they have. So it, I, I, don't, I don't really know what they're supposed to do. So they go out of the backfield pretty much, and the quarterback is supposed to find them either inside or outside. A lot of these guys, as soon as I say it, <laughs> I'm like, a lot of these guys, they, they're just breaking it off outside. They go on the outside instead of on the inside. And then one guy just is like, Nope, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy. I'm just gonna break it off on the inside. I'm like, all right, thank you very much. Bang. But again, it just depends on the leverage. And even the guy is like, I'll just overcommit to the inside or the outside because everybody's going outside. And then the guys have to adjust. Good job by Clyde. Bang. Gives him the inside. Or not gives them the inside. Goes on the outside. Gives them the outside. Went on the inside, bang, and he fell. Mm, J. Michael Hasty, bang, bang. Ryan Heron, Heroin? I I I don't know how to. I don't know how his name is pronounced. All right. What I like about a lot of these backs is a lot of what they're doing is very, very. It's It's real. It's exactly what you would want, like, your running back to do in the NFL. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of these guys that are catching footballs are three down backs, but at least it shows that they have the capability, or not the capability, but the potential to be three down backs. Most of these guys are catching the footballs. Most of these guys are running the routes that they need to run. Their breaks are nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Shows just how far the running back position has has come from from guys who are just like, hey, just focus on running, don't catch, just don't catch the football. And now a lot of these guys are, you know, going out there and catching footballs, doing exactly what they need to do. Hey, Scotty Phillips is a big dude, man. I don't know what what is in. What is in the uh, the water at Ole Miss, man? They got freaking DK, they got AJ Brown, they got that guy Jermichael, whatever his name is, Jamichael Phillips. Oh my goodness! So the the, the the players at Ole Miss are some of the biggest dudes I've ever seen, man. Jesus Christ, man! JJ Taylor, very very known for dropping passes in this combine. Nice nice ball, nice catch by JJ Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is up next. Bang. Good catch. Good follow through. Great job by him. Mm. Keyshawn Va- Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn. I should. The name rhymes. I should remind. I, I should. I should know what it is. Bang. Jermichael Hasty, I think he's going to get another shot. Bang. Good catch. Kind of bobbled it a little bit. Scotty Phillips, I think he dropped one. Bang. Bang. Good catch. Turn it up. Get it up the field. Bang. Oof. Bad ball by the quarterback, uh, uh, DeAndre Swift. Pretty much has to outreach to try and get it. How do you have a bad ball? So it's going to be a flare out to the running back now. Let me see what let me see how it's going to look. Bang. All right. So now he's going to go up the field, turn it up. These are like the easiest balls to complete, man. Like even I I could do this. I'm like give me a couple practice throws, I could be the quarterback, man. Talking about Lamar Jackson, which is why I just start, uh, got like really, really quiet. Talking about Lamar Jackson, only good things that I hear. Only good things that I see on the football field Yeah, um, it's, it's just, you know Just flare it out there Just get the football out there Running backs catch it Again, easiest football to complete Bang And, of course, a guy drops a pass I'm like, as soon as I say that, of course Eno Benjamin drops that pass I'm like, easiest ball to catch and complete And he drops it. <laughs> that it. Mm, Wait I'm like easiest ball to catch And complete and guys are missing guys Like Some of this stuff is, is elementary There you go Clyde Edwards I can't say his Oh my god That was terrible just overshoots clyde jesus christ i'm like how do you miss these throws man these are the these are the easiest throws you could ever make they're to running backs like you just lob it over there just take your time just throw it davidson what the hell are you doing out there Give him a shot man This isn't that hard can, can we get quarterback second throw Next time, next year Davidson, god damn it And Hilaire That's what his name is, I just heard him Pronounce his name Hilaire looks back, he's like bro Easiest throw you can make It's a, it's a flare route Come on man Jesus Christ. All right, so continuing forward, some of the quarterbacks can make the one of the easiest throws you'll ever see in your entire life. Uh, Some of them can't. Bang, bang. All right. <clears throat> Bang. Just throw it. Catch it. Run up the field. This isn't very difficult. One handed grab by Anthony McFarlane Jr. because McDonald did not put it on him very easily. Here comes Davidson. And. Oh my God. Davidson on the field. Bang. Very, very elementary throw. And guys are missing it. Bang. Bang. Caught it. Go up the field. Bang. Scotty Phillips catches it. Get up the field. Get up there. Snaps. Go. A little bit too high. very very elementary everybody's oh god freaking ran out of his shoe Jonathan Taylor tie your damn cleat up Florida State is not there when it comes to the offensive line alright so for the most part Everybody is doing exactly what they need to do. When it comes to uh when it comes to catching the football in flare routes and things of that nature. Except uh some of these other guys that are freaking not catching it. Did this shoe explode? No, he just ran out of his cleat. All right, let me fast forward through it. They're going to finish the, um, the thing, the drill, and then they're going to move on. And then I think we'll be getting very, very close to the end of day two, which I don't know if you can tell, it's been a very, very hard day for me right now. <laughs> I'm like, like this has been, oh my gosh, this has been a hard day for me. So I think they're just going to have them run deep, deep routes now. Let me kind of just I, I mean they I, I hate the split screen where they got like three guys talking and they got the draft they got the prospects on the field I'm like I'm not here to, to see these guys talk about stuff that I don't care about I'm here to watch freaking the, the guys run routes that's gonna be overthrown yep bang wonder if Kurt Warner would be okay with throwing some of these guys passes. That would be, that would be cool. Get up the field. Bang. Bang. If you're going to do the split screen, if you're going to have three people talking about something that I don't care about, can I at least have the option of being able to full screen the guys that are at the combine? Please and thank you. Because I don't care about what, whatever the hell they're talking about right now. Bang. A little bit too far for Michael Warren the second. Pretty much, had, I mean, he's not a wide receiver. Most of these guys aren't going to be running deep routes, anyways. Oh my god! Now they go full screen on the free on the three guys. Are you kidding me? Never go full screen on the three guys. Go back to the combine. I did not come here to see three guys talk about crap. And now, I'm, now they're about to go back to commercial. As they're running the deep routes Because it's not like I wanted to see the deep routes And it's like, oh my god, I certainly wanted to go see The, uh, the three guys talk about crap that I didn't want to talk about But nope Is that it? So now they're concluding I guess the drills. So hmm. So, now, I think that's it. They should conclude it, right? Oh, my God, that was... Those offensive line drills were like the death of me. I can't stand guys not hitting anything. They didn't hit anything. How do you not hit anything at all? That's offensive lineman. uh, That's, that's, it's like, what what are we, what are we doing, man? What are we doing with the draft? Thank God with an hour left, I don't have to watch any more of the draft. Um, Listen, I apologize for how the draft, uh, not how the draft, the uh, the podcast turned out. That's my bad. Uh, I probably should have taken a nap. I should have probably like, uh, what I probably should have done was uh, I probably should have just been like I'm gonna re- I'm gonna stop recording I'm gonna take a nap and then I'm only gonna record the running backs uh, run but really all of the running backs they did exactly what you want to see most of the guys do they they did the drills that they were like some some of the guys that are wide receivers yesterday especially some of the guys that I I started to see I won't call out specific guys but they couldn't catch and some of them they. They struggled with certain routes and certain like certain like judging certain things like judging where the ball is gonna be and stuff like that. But then you saw here uh, mostly a pretty clean wide not wide receiver running back draft class. Um, I didn't really see any standouts. I, I I think that was a little bit unfair of me to say that I don't even, I don't see a lot of great guys because yesterday I didn't really see a lot of great wide receivers. I saw a bunch of good ones. I saw some guys that could, I, I mean technically C, CD lamb, obviously Jerry Judy. I didn't really see a whole lot of Henry Ruggs, but I saw some other guys as well. I didn't see like, uh, like once in a generational type of guy uh, guys Excuse me, yesterday, but that doesn't matter if you're able to do your job and go out there and play the position, and a lot of the guys in the running back draft class can play the position of running back, so I think a lot of the guys in, uh, that were at the Combine today should be credited for that. Um, how deep is this class? I'm not very sure. I haven't really studied this class at all when it comes to the running backs. I haven't really heard a lot of stuff from this running back draft class. But uh, running backs are kind of like Swiss Army Knives now. They have that purpose of going straight up the field, but a lot of them can catch. A lot of them can pass protect. A lot of them are three down backs, so you can do a whole lot of stuff with them. But I um, I like I, they, they did their jobs. They did their jobs, and for a lot of running backs, it's just as simple as that. Again, I apologize for how the podcast kind of turned out, but hey, uh, sometimes you have your good days, other times you have your bad days. Unfortunately for me, uh, today today was, uh, like I had a great day yesterday, five-hour podcast today, not so much. But XFL, Sunday, tomorrow, defensive linemen and linebackers, for the love of Christ, uh, I think, hopefully it's, hopefully the defensive linemen are more entertaining than the offensive linemen, which I think they will, but... Also, linebackers as well. Very, very interesting group of guys, both defensive linemen and linebackers. Um, I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait to finish off this weekend when it comes to the NFL Combine. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24th Podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find the, any podcast. You can find 24th Podcast. Like I said before, XFL on Sunday. More Columbine tomorrow. Hopefully it's more interesting. I will definitely take a nap if it will. If it is not more interesting. And rest up. And come back an hour later. So that way I can cast the podcast. In a better and more enthusiastic way. I apologize. Again, my mistake, my bad. Ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will see you you next time.